Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is episode one of the Nobby Design Podcast. In this episode, it's going to be an introduction to the Nobby Design Podcast, kind of how it all got started and what you can expect on future episodes. Um, I'm going to be sharing a bit of my personal journey and how I got into the world of coaching. And finally, we're going to be talking about human development and unpacking that a little bit more in detail. Thank you for tuning in. Check it out. on you guys this is andy un and this is the first official episode of the nobby design podcast thank you so much for tuning in um this first episode is really going to be kind of an intro uh to the nobby design podcast uh, a bit of why uh, i decided to start this and what inspired me to do so uh, i want to share a little bit of my own kind of personal story uh, my own journey and how I got into the world of coaching. And finally, uh, I really want to talk about and kind of unpack this idea of human development. So yeah, um, just going right into the podcast, um, what inspired me to really start this podcast, uh, I would say was kind of a couple of things. I think number one, um, the idea of doing a podcast had been percolating in my mind truthfully for several years. Uh, I remember the first time I really thought about doing it uh, was back in 2017. And uh, in 2018, I had the opportunity to be a guest and to hop on um, a couple of different people's podcasts, one being my brother with uh, the KTL podcast. And it was really during that time that I started getting a lot of cool feedback uh, people just kind of encouraging me, being like, dude, you should really think about starting your own. And, you know, I think that's kind of the power of encouragement and kind of getting feedback like that. Um, so, yeah, I think that was one main reason um, that kind of laid the groundwork of me starting this podcast. And then I think number two was I realized that um, there was a lot that I was learning, uh, still learning, and a lot that I was kind of processing uh, as I've been coaching really for about five years now. And uh, the more and more I share some of this content, some of the methodology and things of that nature, uh, I just really felt like, man, it'd be cool to be able to share this and uh, just kind of garner people's feedback. And I think another kind of third reason would be, yeah, I, I really found that being being able to interview people on a platform like a podcast is not only just super fun, but I think it's a great way of even exploring the idea of human development, spiritual intelligence um, at a deeper level. So that in, in a nutshell is kind of why I decided to start this podcast. Um, yeah, a little bit about even the name. So Nobby Design is actually the name of my personal coaching company uh, that I incorporated back in the end of 2016 and really Nobby Design is kind of kind of a play on words but it's really simple so the word Nobby uh, in Korean so I'm Korean uh, the word Nobby in Korean is the word for butterfly and um, I always just really like that word I kind of joke with my wife that if we ever had a daughter that uh, we would name her Nobby and uh, my wife said absolutely not <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so I really liked the word Nabi because um, I think the butterfly is such a 
incredible picture of metamorphosis. And at the end of the day, I think that's what we're all really going after, right? It's kind of this idea that we come into this world in caterpillar form, but we're all going through these metamorphoses to become what we were created to be. So that's kind of one of the nuances. The other nuance is that the word Nabi in Hebrew is the word for prophet. And uh, if you know me well, uh, you already know why that resonates with me so deeply uh, on a personal level. But at the end of the day, why uh, just the figure of the prophet is so special to me is because I feel like at the end of the day, uh, prophets were storytellers and they are people that imbue life with meaning. And that is actually a huge part of what I do uh, in the type of coaching that I do is really helping people discover meaning uh, in their own life. So that's kind of the cool, you know, Nabi story. Um, the, the design aspect is really uh, the fact that um, so much of my coaching methodology comes from design thinking principles. Um, so design thinking is something that I had always been very interested in, um, studied a lot kind of back in the day. And I realized that there were so many principles uh, in design thinking that could be naturally translated even in the world of human development and coaching. So really what I do is it's design thinking for people. So that's really the Nabi Design story or the Nabi Design name story in a nutshell. Um, yeah, just kind of going into a little bit of my personal story or my personal journey. Um, Basically, when I was 18 years old, uh, I always kind of start my story there. But uh, when I was 18 years old, uh, really had a life-changing kind of experience, uh, spiritual awakening, I guess in Christian terminology, you could call it a born-again experience. Um, in a nutshell, I was at a very just kind of dark, low place in my life and uh, had an encounter with God that just kind of dramatically changed everything. Uh, I was 18 years old. I was living in, in Washington, D.C., and I was kind of on this trajectory of becoming a lawyer, and that's kind of what I wanted with my life. Um, but from there, it just kind of took a dramatic turn. And um, yeah, in a nutshell, I was kind of thrust into the world of Christian ministry for about uh, really the next eight years, uh, four of those years being dedicated more so to kind of global missions work. And the other of those four years really dedicated more towards a local church uh, kind of ministry. And I think it was during those eight years that I discovered not only just so much of, my own, of myself, but so much of my own passions, so much of my own giftings and my gift mix. So I really see that time as such an incredible pivotal time and very much still today, so much of what I do is still you know, I guess you could call it uh, Christian ministry. So it's not that I have ever necessarily left that world. But um, yeah, so for the next eight years, from ages around 18 to 26, going into 27, um, that was really what my life looked like in a nutshell. Um, kind of where the next transition took place, um, funny story, uh, I was in my last year of seminary. I was attending seminary in South Korea. And it was during my last semester uh, of seminary that just kind of had an interesting moment. Um, and I'll just give it to you briefly. But basically, I was sitting in this classroom with about 50, 60 of my colleagues. And um, 
kind of was just looking around the room. I don't know if you guys ever do that, but sometimes I just look around the room and I just kind of observe people, not in a creepy way, but uh, sometimes I just kind of take a step back and observe what's happening. And I realized that pretty much 98% of everyone in the room was pursuing more of a full-time professional, not in a bad way, but a professional uh, kind of calling in Christian ministry, whether it be full-time pastorate or something else. And for myself, I just remember sitting there and feeling like, man, something about that isn't resonating with me. Something about that I just feel like isn't necessarily for me, especially even at that time. And so to make a long story short, what ended up happening was um, I ended up getting uh, an email um, from uh, an old mentor of mine. And in a nutshell, I was basically recruited, given an opportunity to join uh, a coaching company called Giant Worldwide that was really about uh, leadership development in every sector of society to raise up liberating leaders. And um, as I kind of took this opportunity, um, obviously felt it was an open door from God. And as I went down this path uh, for the next three years, really, I was exposed to this world of coaching. And um, the reason why that was so cool, why it was so special for me was In many ways, it was during those three years during my time with Giant that I really saw so much of my own personal life all starting to converge together. And what I mean by that is basically there were so many things that I recognized about my time in ministry. And what I realized was that in large part, so much of what I was doing was really counseling and coaching. Um, That was really what I did. And uh, now Giant was kind of giving me language to put with the things that I was doing. And I think what Giant brought to the table was this whole other consultative uh, component that I had not been fully exposed to. And I just saw all of my worlds kind of converge. Um, Another really cool thing was that I saw a lot of the soft skills that I had developed in the ministry world really start to naturally translate uh, into the world of coaching. So everything from being able to really engage one-on-one in one-on-one interactions to being able to facilitate small groups or groups of people um, to even public speaking, uh, all of these soft skills, if you will, just kind of naturally translated. And so um, I really owe a great deal uh, to my mentor, Dr. Mark Herringshaw, uh, for giving a a young buck like myself an opportunity. Uh, Mark, if you're listening, just want to say I love you and honor you so much. Thank you again and again. Um, Yeah, so it was really from ages 27 to 30 that I got exposed to this world of coaching. Um, It was also during this time that I got my certification in Myers-Briggs which really just opened up this this world of understanding psychology in the context of coaching that really blew my mind. Um, You know, I kind of joke about it, but Myers-Briggs has seriously changed my life. And I'm not even joking when I say that. Um, It has not, it has not only allowed me to go to this whole other level of self-awareness for myself, 
But really, at the end of the day, I can genuinely say this. I think it's taught me how to understand people better. And in doing so, it's taught me how to love better. And, um, you know, everything from even my relationship with my wife to relationship with friends, I think um, really understanding people's hardwiring and even the, the voice um, or the perspective, I should say, in which they're coming from. Uh, has helped me a tremendous amount uh, just in interpersonal communication and interaction. So, yeah, it was really from ages 27 to 30 that um, I was exposed to this world of coaching. And something really interesting happened when I turned 30 years old. Um, And I'm not one of those guys that think that there's necessarily something magical about the age 30. But I think for me, it was this transition into this new decade of my life that really allowed me to kind of take inventory. I was very reflective during that time for whatever, what reason, just, you know, entering into the, into my 30th year. And, um, I think there was a couple of things that I realized, uh, during that transition into my thirties. I think number one, I looked back, uh, on my twenties, I kind of took inventory of my of, of that entire decade. And the thing that I realized was that, man, number one, I was so thankful um, for the myriad of experiences that I was uh, blessed to have. And I realized that all of those experiences gave me the opportunity to discover gifts, talents, passions, all of the above. And it was really cool. It was actually really cool to, to see that and to recognize that. Um, I think in turn, what that did was it really kind of put me on this trajectory as I entered into my 30s. You know, my my mentor used to say this. He said, Andy, your 20s is all about experiencing and your 30s is all about developing. And I just find that wisdom to really ring true more and more. And so as I went into my 30s, I recognized man, this thing we call coaching is something that I really want to give myself to. Um, I want to dedicate myself to this, to this craft or to this, this, this call, if you, if you will. So it was during that transition um, when I turned 30 that um, through uh, just series of experiences and series of conversations and a lot more I'll maybe get into in another podcast – But that's kind of when I took the leap of faith to uh, start my own coaching company. Um, It was at the end of 2016 going into 2017 um, that I made the decision. Um, I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't really know kind of what I'm doing, but I'm going to kind of take a step uh, of faith in this. And so I incorporated uh, Nobby Design as a personal kind of boutique uh, life coaching company. And... um, yeah, my my journey in a nutshell has been has been really awesome. Actually, it's been it's been fun. It, it's been a huge huge learning curve, uh, as with it is with anything. But um, during the t- the turn of 2017, uh, I really saw God show up in some really cool ways, and um, was able to kind of connect with my first set of uh, now Nobby Design clients. And I think that this whole experience since 2016 till today, really 2017 till today, so the last three years, um, has been amazing. And I, and I really want to say that because 
I think as I stepped out in, you know, not only developing my own company, but really finding my voice in coaching, um, and I'm still finding my voice. I, I don't think I've really arrived yet, but I think it's been a really amazing journey. And so since that time, uh, I've been able to coach uh, kind of a, a myriad, a spectrum of people, um, everyone from teachers to uh, CEOs, pastors, real estate agents, um, leaders of nonprofits to teams of nonprofits. Um, and it's just been awesome. And I'm still growing and I'm still learning. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of my, my, my journey in a nutshell um, with my whole journey, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, that is my story. Uh, now kind of just shifting gears. Um, yeah, I really wanted to talk about and unpack this idea of human development. And really what I'm attempting to do right now is to kind of share, unpack um, really what I do and where I come from, what are the foundational premises of, of human development and kind of my unique um, take, I guess you could say, on this thing called human development, which is really another word for coaching, but really from a de design perspective. So I'll give you the definition <laughs> that I created um, to kind of help me define and share with people what uh, I believe human development is. So human development is the process of excavation, development, and integration of the totality of the human self. And then I add a little bit to that to say that intelligent design is woven into the fabric of our lives. Our goal is to discover and integrate that unique design. So I'll just say it really quick one more time. Human development is the process of excavation, development, and integration of the totality of the human self. Intelligent design is woven into the fabric of our lives. Our goal is to discover and integrate that unique design. So what does that mean? Um, really, I guess I'll start with kind of ground zero. For me, um, as I've been doing the, the Navi design coaching and really, like I said, it's, it was another level of convergence of all of these areas of my life, areas of study, areas of interest, areas of experience. And really what I sought to do, um, with Navi design and human development and, and this whole field was really this. Basically, what I wanted to do was I wanted to take my knowledge of really the Bible, if I'm just being honest, right? Um, years and years of study of, of, the, of the word, um, you know, both from a kind of, I guess you could say a devotional standpoint, but also from really, I, I would even say a utilitarian standpoint. Um, for me, I find the Bible personally extremely fascinating because for me, it's not just a kind of book of morals or it's not even a book of just wisdom, but it's actually a book of so much practical application. And that's what I discover more and more is that um, the truths, the things that are laid out there are really amazing. And they hold so many different keys to this thing that we call human development. So that's kind of that. Um, I think the second thing with that was that I, I, I wanted to take 
all of the experiences and really the things that I had learned in the world of ministry, because what I realized was that so much of the things that I was able to learn and experience were so powerful when it came to human transformation. And um, it's always been my desire, really for me since day one, right, was for me, my greatest desire was how do you communicate spiritual things in a way that's real, relatable, and relevant to people? That has always been kind of the heart cry um, that I've carried. And so I think human development for me was this, this attempt or this idea of taking this understanding of who we are um, as human beings and being able to extrapolate that, being able to define and to unpack that for people, for people to understand our independent yet interconnected parts, really at the end of the day to understand human design. And I would say that's kind of the third kind of thing I want to say about um, this foundation of what undergirds human development. Um, really, it was this this idea of who are we as human beings? What is it that makes us human? And the way that I really break it down in the simplest form is that we are spirit, soul, and body. We are spirit, soul, and body. And the easiest way to kind of understand this, I guess, in simple phrases is that we are spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. I'll say that one more time. We are spirit, we have a soul, or you can call it consciousness, and we live in a body, right? And I think that that's really special. I think that that's important to kind of lay down as the foundation because if you can lay down the foundation that we are a connection of spirit, soul, and body, it really starts to help you understand human design, um, I think, in a very simple way, right? So, yeah, so that's that. I'll probably get more into this uh, in another podcast of even kind of breaking some of that down. But for me, um, human development with those undergirdings, um, with just kind of the timeless truths of the Bible, um, you know, the experiences and the things that I had learned in my past, and now kind of this, this design thinking of what does it mean to be human, those were kind of the foundational pillars that help me, quote unquote, build this house called human human development. So the question now becomes, okay, well, Andy, I, I kind of understand, but what is it that you actually do and how do you go about it? So for me, um, just kind of referring back to this definition real quick, you know, I say that human development is the process. It's the process. I'll just say it one more time. It's a process of excavation development and integration. And I, and I use those words very um, specifically. So really what I do, I'll just give you more of a real life example. And I think maybe this will make it all click for you. So when I, when I coach an individual, right, every individual is uniquely different. That's a given, right? Um, but not only are they hardwired or are they different people, but their circumstances, their context, 
and their desires, their goals, the reason why they're seeking out coaching. Every person is unique, right? And really what I do kind of as the step one, so to speak, is I interact with the individual and all I'm really doing is I'm empathizing with them. And if you know anything about design thinking, that is really the first step of design thinking principles is you are literally just empathizing with the other person, right? So really the first thing that I do is I'll sit and I just ask tons of questions. I love asking questions. So I will ask and I will ask and I will ask. And really at the core of what I'm trying to do is I'm really trying to excavate what is it that they're actually searching for, right? More often than not, there's a really a question beneath the question. And it really takes a coach um, to kind of draw those things out, right? To draw out the water, the deep water that is within people. And so that's really the first thing that I do is I will sit with an individual or a team or whoever it may be. And I'm literally just going through a very deep discovery process. Um, for certain clients that I've had, that's been two to three weeks of, or, or I would say two to three sessions of just sitting down and just asking questions and really, really immersing myself uh, in their shoes to understand where they're coming from. And so from that place, we kind of move into this development phase, right? And obviously I have kind of more fine-tuned steps, but for the sake of this conversation, I'll just call it development as an overarching kind of reality. So from there, what we're doing is as we're excavating, right, as we're kind of drawing out, immediately what I what I really do is I kind of put it on the wall, so to speak, right? I will actually mirror it for them or I will, we will, um, uh, we will externalize the things that we've excavated, right? And so what we, what we do now is we're going through this kind of side-by-side -side process of being able to identify like, hey, do you identify that this is actually what you're going, going after or this is really the desire that you're, that you're seeking? Um, can you see this? Can you see that? That's really what that whole process is, is about. And the cool part about this part of the coaching is that it's really awesome to see the light bulbs go off, right? People are like, oh my God, yes, like you just gave me language or man, you know what? Externally processing this is super helpful because I've actually never seen it that way. And really what we're doing here is we're giving people the freedom to see themselves in a completely different light, right? Um, something happens when things come into the light. Something happens when things get externalized, right? So it's from this place that there becomes this kind of recognition on the client's end, right? Um, this is kind of a, a, a side note, but it's a joke, but it's actually real. I would say like 80 to maybe 90% of what I do is I ask questions, um, it's so true. 80 to 90% of what I do is active listening. Maybe 10% is actually speaking and giving feedback. And uh, yeah, I just think there's a lot of truth to that. So yeah, so really what we're doing now is as we are observing these things and we're making sense of these things, now comes the opportunity for breakthrough. There's opportunity for development. You know, if if I'll just give some examples, if someone recognizes like, man, I, I recognize that, that there is this barrier in my life. 
I recognize that this fear is something that's holding me back. And we're identifying what, what the root cause of that fear is. Now we're able to engage in, I'm using finger quotes, prototype solutions, right? And I have a different wheelhouse of kind of, you know, methodologies and just things that I've learned. But really what we're doing is we are going after those things proactively now. It's about breakthrough. It's about growth. It's about actual prototype solutions that is given to the client that they themselves are engaging with. And you are literally standing back now as a coach and you're coaching them through the process. Um, I have had the privilege of seeing this reality take place so many times. And it is personally, I just want to say it's deeply gratifying. It's amazing to see growth and breakthrough happen in people's lives. So that's really what this kind of developmental phase is about is it's about breakthrough. It's about change. It's about discovering the things that may be holding you back and actually proactively, uh, working through those things and finding a a passage of breakthrough through those. Now, finally, what we're coming down to is this phase of integration, right? It's excavation, development, and now we're integrating everything. And the integration phase is really about, I'll just say this, when I'm working with a personal client, it's really about reconstructive patterns, reconstructive patterns, okay? Um, here's another example that I'll use really quickly, and then I'll jump back into this. That will make this make more sense. The excavation process is like massage therapy. (laughs) This is a little more down to earth for some people, right? It's like massage therapy, right? You are massaging maybe some scar tissue. You're massaging through to discover where the pain point actually is. And then the process of development is really your chiropractic adjustment. It's the boom, boom, boom. It's the breakthrough, right? But as we all know, you know, you can get chiropractic adjustment, but if you haven't retrained your muscles to function properly, then it becomes a temporary fix. And that's really what the integration phase is all about. It's about actually reintegrating with new thought patterns, with uh, renewed thought patterns, and you're actually integrating and you're creating you know, I would even say new neural pathways. You are um, actually creating a long-term plan or a long-term kind of practice for people that they themselves can put into place over and over and over again. I'll just give a quick example. You know, I was just working with um, a client. Uh, I shouldn't even say where, but anyways, uh, I was working with a client up in the Northeast. We had a phenomenal time and, um, yeah, during our integration phase, we were really able to identify what are the corrective patterns. We took a lot of time and we've discovered what the wrong or the negative patterns were, but now how do we create new patterns, right? So for example, now when this trigger happens, how can you actively, how can you, through the power of now self-awareness and growing in all of these things, how do you actually implement a different game plan and that over a period of time just like physical therapy literally trains your mind or it trains your soul to renew itself you are literally renewing the mind Uh, i have to give a shout out to romans chapter 12 
one and two because uh, that I don't I guess it's not a secret, but that is really the the verse that's the Bible scripture. That's the that is the mantra. I don't I'm trying to find a cool word, but that is really the underpinning of Nabi Design is be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, that is really kind of the the thing that started it all for me. So, anyways, hope that was helpful. Hope that was. Um, you know, I hope you could understand where I was going with that. But in essence, what I'm really trying to do is kind of give you a, a big picture of what human development is and uh, kind of, in essence, how I go about that. Um, if you really want to find out, um, you can always do a coaching session with me. That's up to you. But um, anyways, jumping back into the podcast, I totally just gave myself a shout out. That's so funny. Um <laughs> Um, I guess kind of maybe to wrap up this podcast, um, I'll say this, I guess if you're tuning into this podcast, if you're listening to this again, just super thank you, appreciate you even taking the time, um, to listen to this, I guess some things that you can expect, um, in future episodes. And maybe this would even be maybe a pitch as to maybe why I think this may be worth your time. Um, we're definitely going to do a handful of kind of live coaching sessions. Uh, I think rather than just talking about coaching, it's always really cool to see, um, an actual coaching session on display. I think it helps people to connect to it just in a more down to earth way. Um, but really at the end of the day, um, what you're going to find on almost every episode of the Nobby design podcast is, really this intersection between spirituality and psychology, spirituality and psychology. That is really um, kind of the area that I'm so passionate about. And I would even go as far as to say as I think that is something that people are really hungering for right now. Um, you know, spirituality is amazing and spiritual truths are amazing. But I think at the core of so many people's hearts and desires they're really asking the question, how do I make this real? How does this actually translate in a way that it permeates my soul or my psyche, or my consciousness, and really starts to take shape and form there to, in essence, transform your life? I mean, I'm not trying to sound like, you know, some sort of self-help guru, but honestly, that's what it is, right? Is, you know, I think, therefore I am, right? And so we you know, when we can change the mind, we can truly change our lives. And that is really the power of transformation. So anyways, thank you so much for tuning into Nobby Design Podcast, episode one. Uh, again, shout outs to uh, everyone who's been a part of uh, the journey for me. I, if I have the time to say thank you to everyone, take too long, but just thank you for everyone who's been on the journey. And uh, yes, thank you for tuning in. God bless. Peace.